When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. One of those things you have to deal with, and you have to truly deal with it well, and so few of us do deal with it well, is money. And that is why a program like this, a show, a podcast, a uh, an educational resource like this, is absolutely invaluable. Because we have spent our entire lives or most of the adult part anyway, try to help you become better at managing money. We know it's not easy. We know it's it's hard to understand in many ways. It's hard to have the discipline and the behavior. I mean, because, for example, just look at what the market did after March, right? The stock market, the S&P 500 up 66% <laughs> from March through the end of the year. And a lot of people quit. A lot of people. Oh, they, they gave up in March. Said, it was over. all. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do this. COVID. And so it's hard. And that's why we're here to try to give you regular guidance. And then what cracks me up, though, is when people are wrong, their timing is bad. I mean, your timing, if you got out in March and didn't get right back in, your timing sucked. But instead of blaming yourself, I love the fact that people blame the market. Well, it's the market's fault. It's not behaving uh, rationally. It's an irrational market. If it was a smart market, it would still be down because that's what I think it's supposed to do. And if it doesn't do what I do, it's wrong. And that's what it should do, right? Because we're in the economy is going to contract by or contracted by somewhere by three, four percent last year. We still haven't seen the end of the COVID, right? I mean, so the market should be down. No, it shouldn't. You don't know what the market should be. No, you have why no would idea it, what why, the market should be. Wait a minute. I'm going to take umbrage with that. Oh, please why do. Why should it be down? Because the worst is still ahead of us. That's why. Wait a minute. Aren't you the guy who in his podcast said, quit saying the worst is yet to come? You know, I'm just trying to have some fun here. No, so. you're not. You're not. You're <laughs> actually taking to, the opposite position. Fun. I'm sorry. You're just trying to be so. a naysayer, a nattering, nattering naysayer, nattering of, negativism. of negativism. I always try to walk on the sunny side of the street. That's my take. Get skin cancer. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. The shade is That's better. So dark. The shade right. is better. Get dark. 855-935-8255. Call. We want to talk with you about money. And, Fred, we want to talk with you about money. Welcome to the show. Hey, Fred. Hello. Um, I'd like some clarification. Our company uh, provides pr- principal life um, whatever. And then I put in 6%. They put hey. in 3%. And I know that you guys like target date funds. So I picked this one. But on this uh, expense thing, it says $2.90 per 1,000. Is there still a uh, 1% over above that? Or who's paying the rest of it? Or is this it? Okay. Well, I got to go back a few steps because let's see. Principal, is yours a. Government or school or no. healthcare? 
So this is a 401k? No. Is this yes. a 401k? Principal lifetime hybrid oh. 2030. Yeah, Hold I'm on, not I'm so concerned about the title of the fund, but here, here's am. the thing. Generally, generally, in a retirement plan like this, Fred, you would not face commission mutual fund charges. Generally, okay, principal not always depends on the side of the depends on the size of the plan often, but that's pretty much that was that's pretty much been sort of weeded out over the last decade or so. All right, I'll what he has way. though is an actual mutual fund. It yeah. is PLZTX with an expense ratio of. 0.36 is what I'm showing on uh, according to Morningstar and um which is a reasonable price. Yeah, it 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 it's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Um so I think you're fine. Choice about 6 or 9 or whatever of principal and I picked this one because I'd be retiring a couple years before the 2030. So Perfect. I don't know I, too much about yeah, this well, stuff. I think you That's did the right thing. thing. I think uh, given the choices you have, you actually made the smartest choice available, I would guess. And a target date fund, again, is is built with the idea that it, it, it sort of has the right amount in risky things like stocks and less risky things like bonds, so that when you ever reach that target date of retirement, your 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 ups and downs and the amount of money you're trying to make sort of matches who you where you are in your life. I'll put it that way. Yeah, so it's a, it's a reasonable. It's about approach. a seventy thirty mix right now. Seventy percent stocks, thirty percent bonds. That glide path will become more conservative with time. Cool. It yeah. is it's growth oriented. It leans heavy growth, large cap, but that's normal. But given the fact that you have an insurance company running your investment choices, you pick the you probably pick the best thing you could pick. Yeah, because they're going to have actively managed funds and that they're are probably, probably going to be more on the expensive side. Yeah, exactly. Well, this I believe this one's actively managed, but is that help, Fred? Well, Please yeah, I, because there's a bunch of numbers on his paper. I don't understand. But last little yeah. question was: uh, so with Merrill Lynch and Edward Jones and all those big corporations. Um, you're going to pay one percent or one and a half or whatever. Well, you could. It de- it depends. It de- it really truly depends on the company. They're going to be different, and that's why it pays to go look at your prospectus. Thanks for the call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com. Retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Because it's really, really important. At 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Call. We'd love to talk with you, help you manage money, figure out a solution to a problem, make better decisions, keep you from getting ripped off. And you don't get, like, blatantly ripped off a lot. It's not like made-off stuff, but it's... When you pay too much, when you get bad advice, you're getting ripped off. 855-935-TALK. Call right now. And Dale, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Dale. for taking my call. I am 67. I retired at 62. And each year since retiring, I have been converting a portion of the funds in my regular IRA over to my Roth IRA, as makes tax sense. I'm going to finish that process this year. I'll have a few more years where I can start working on the assets in my 401k fund. My understanding is I can't directly convert 401k funds directly to the Roth IRA. Um, I have to go through my regular IRA first. 
So my question is, once I convert the funds from the 401k into my regular IRA, is there a time limit or a time period they have to sit there 30 days, a year, or whatever, before I can then move them to the Roth IRA? No, you can do that anytime. There's no, basically, no delay it's just at all. Like, I can do it the next nah, day? Just no, just move them over, make, yeah. the, make, the, make the change. Okay, that's all I needed. Thank you very much. And then, and then call me. we we got to get together to have some fun with all that tax-free money you're going to have coming to you. <laughs> okay, we'll work on that. I mean, that's great. I, I mean, all the... <laughs> I have been to retire oh, me thank twice, you. and it's awesome. worth it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the, oh, th- this, one, this one will be really easy. You can attend in your pajamas. You can just get up and go on. Virtual. Yeah, it's all virtual. And by the way, we're adding somebody this year. It's very exciting. We've kind of downplayed this, but yeah. David Booth, who's the co-founder and chief executive op- chief executive chairman of Dimensional Funds, and, and is joining the, us. That's going to be a big the, deal. The guy who started one of the best economic schools in America, he funded the Booth it. School, but he gave him a huge no. endowment. $300 million? Yes, a huge endowment. A lot of, lot. Anyway, no, but he, he's very knowledgeable about the industry, very knowledgeable about He's a about student funds. of uh, Nobel yeah. Laureate mm-hmm. Eugene Fama. He works closely student with Fama. Student and friend, yeah. He started mm-hmm. uh, an incredibly successful mutual fund company. We love what he's done and his, yeah. his devotion to science. Uh, and, and academia, and uh, he's going to be one of two keynote speakers. We got a keynote uh, duet. Bonanza? Duet. I, I thought I was looking keynote for some K C alliteration oh, there. We're going to call them dueling keynotes. Dueling keynotes. Paul Merriman's also anyway. keynoting. Man, he'll be great. He's got so many great ideas every day. So, by the way, you can go. It's coming up uh, February 20th. It'll be from 8 in the morning till about 1 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time. Pacific time, time Pacific yeah, because it is so America. This is a national later. event. Yeah, and it's all virtual. You can go sign up right now at RetireMeet, that's two E's, T, dot com, and uh, join us. We have a lot actually, of people. We have people from like 20-some-odd states already that have signed up. Actually, crazy. I don't even think you know this, but just in Uh-oh. case people spelled it wrong, I also bought RetireMeet.com. Oh, because it sounds like you're going to meet somebody that like but no, I got retired. M e e t and M e a t. If you type know, it, if so you was, misspell it, worried. it still goes yeah. to retiremeet.com. So right, you can type in enough. meet if you want. We got the schedule up there. Don and I will be speaking, of course, and uh, as I said, David Booth, which is not that the other people that we've had in the past haven't been great because they have, except for one. I just think David, <laughs> except for one. I'm trying to remember who you're talking about. First now. one. Oh, you're first, never going to let me live this down. We may as well just first go, we one. may as well just talk about it right now. First, first retire meet ever. <sighs> I said we need to see how many I of you said, out there were listening at the first one. Well, first, Tom told me people. retire meet was a dumb idea. Okay, <laughs> I did. He tell did. Him. I might still idea. be right. By the way, just got to go uh, along. Well, wait, wait, like six years later. Okay, the first retire meet. He goes. <laughs> Good point. We need somebody that the people in Seattle really want to come see. And I said, no, we need somebody who talks about retirement. Well, I'll get him to talk about retirement. Yeah. Retirement from football. Yeah. Mm, so he got a retired quarterback from the Seahawks who will yeah. remain nameless. Mm. Oh, no, you could say his name. He also That's was okay. a coach. And he, it, the excitement. He had a cup of coffee in the NFL the, at the, best. The big, the big draw was that his big, the big highlight of his speech was, would you like to hold my Super Bowl ring? 
I, I don't know if he ever got it back. He passed it around. I always wondered. Oh, no, no. He passed we, it around. We, we, anyway, yeah. he passed a football around. Too. We, we asked him specifically not to talk about football, mm-hmm. and he spent the entire 45 minutes talking about football. So I don't know if anybody was mad other than you, but it was disappointing. I, I was, because it really defeated the whole purpose. <laughs> it was like retire meet and football. Yeah. And by the way, if you've noticed. And it wasn't the, even your football. It wasn't even your kind of football. I know, the round one. And by the way, if you've noticed, since retire meet, that did not propel him to new heights in his professional career. I don't think he's had a job since then. <laughs> we killed, said, what, we what killed his career. Resume? We killed what, his career. Retire meet? <laughs> then you just stay retired. <laughs> So anyway, it didn't it didn't right. help him. It didn't help us. I don't and know what, whatever. I don't know what we I'm don't have anybody do. on the agenda this year like that at all. It's nope. all business. Well, Good stuff. No, it's all okay. Let's just give you a quick uh, rundown of what we got. We got we got uh, you and me doing classes. Right? Yep. We've got. I've been working Her- on it. Herbie Weisbaum, the consumer man. Always good stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. We got senior housing. We've got long term care. We've got estate planning. We got social security planning. We've got Medicare planning. We got it all. We got all this cool retirement stuff. And uh, and and the nice thing about this year, it's free. And you can wear your pajamas. And but here's why it's free. It's B Y O L. Bring your own oh. darn lunch. We don't buy yeah, your lunch. Yeah, which been too bad because people really like those sandwiches at the Maidenbauer. Oh. Yeah, the lunch. Or at maybe the, it's you. The lunch at the <laughs> at the Weston wasn't as was it the Weston? Where was yeah, the, I believe you're right. Yeah, I think it was. It was Weston, not yeah. as good as the Maidenbauer's lunch. Good point. That's where we were last year. We were at the Weston. So yeah. anyway, thank you for joining us, and and uh, Dale, thank you for coming twice, which I appreciate. A lot of people came twice. It's re- really very cool. So anyway, go to retiremeet.com. Spell it any way you want. <laughs> Just, there's only two ways to spell it. What? Do we don't we don't we have will, t- no we don't have time no we I, don't have time for a call. I, I, but we we'll got, get to we got to do traffic here in a minute. I know. I know. Weather well, and it's stacking up right outside my window. Traffic here, so and weather yes, on I the fours. We got to do those things for the people who listen to the radio. Absolutely. Now, of course, you folks who listen to the podcast, you don't get any of that nonsense because we don't even know where you are. How can we possibly give you traffic reports? Oh, we know where you are. No, we're all over the country. No, you're all over the world. Yeah, that's Number true. two country for listening to Talking Real Money now is? Yeah. China. China. Wow, really yeah, good. Me. All right, so the number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We do have someone waiting. We hope to have you waiting too soon. So give us a call. Let's talk about the life issues that revolve around money, particularly. Tom and Don are talking real money. RetireMeet has gone both national and virtual. Join Tom and me along with a host of other retirement experts at RetireMeet America 2021. Reserve your place now at RetireMeet.com, RetireMeet.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Wow. I really liked that Beijing traffic report we just had heard. That bicycle jam? That's a serious bicycle jam in, well, in Tiananmen Square. Well, we had a two-wheel rollover on, uh, yeah, on, on the, the Tiananmen, uh, Tiananmen uh, roll, so it's tough. On the 5063 or something. I don't know what their numbers <laughs> are. It is. Square number two. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Rick, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Rick. Hmm. Uh, 
Hi. Uh, Hi. Just re- uh, uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that this is the weekend to uh, check your uh, IRA for your your 2021 RMD. That's all. Uh, oh, good point. You know By the way, you will have to, the number. Oh, yeah. yeah the, 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 the RMD is back. Is, yeah, it, so okay, it was eliminated uh, in 2020, but in 2021 you will, if you're over the age of 72, have to take a required minimum distribution from pre-tax savings. Yeah, and this, correct. Yeah, so this is this is this is the weekend to look at it. Okay. Good good advice. Thank you, yeah, Rick. Thank you. By the way, thank you. I for forgot all if, about if it you, because it was suspended in 2020. I thought, oh yeah, that's right. right. We got to do it again. Now remember, if, you, if your money's if your money's at a major custodian. They're going to do they, it. They for give you. you that. They they do that number for you. But that, or if you have an advisor, they certainly <laughs> you, they certainly should do that they too. Better yeah. do that for you. And yeah, by the way, back that. to our, uh, we you know in the previous podcast or hour, we talked about C shares and the advice you get. Odds are you're not going to get your stockbroker calling you on your C share and reminding you of your RMD. But when you have your own fee only fiduciary advisor, they darn well better contact you on the RMD. Ours would be in big trouble. Indeed, they would. You know, one of the things that troubles me uh, oftentimes when I read about you as investors is the misconception. So there was a piece in the Wall Street Journal not long ago talking about margin debt, borrowing against your money to make more. Oh, yeah. This is what killed, they had this a is what of, killed the market in 29. 90% margin debt. Yeah. And there was a lot of fancy financial stuff out there in 2008 that got and people leveraged up, by the way, on home purchases, all that, that also helped take things down. But here's the part that I struggle with. So in the article where they talk about the fact that margin debt is way higher than it was just a couple of years ago, they, they have some individuals that they talked to. One a civil engineer in Nevada who turned twenty three thousand dollars in options on Tesla stock into about two million. So now you know what he's done. He sold his house and using the proceeds to buy more Tesla options. Or there's another woman that they talk to who happens to be in Vancouver, Washington. Then she also used some spare cash and leftover retirement accounts to buy up shares of Tesla. She started dabbling in options trading, made a lot of money. And between her investments and her spouse's, she says she's now in seven figures, two-thirds of that, by the way. Guess what? In Tesla stock, two-thirds in Tesla stock. But here's the part that drives me nuts. They quote her, and she says, I'm open to more borrowing, absolutely, quote, unquote. This is what wealthy people do, she said. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, Warren Buffett goes out and leverages himself to the hilt to buy companies. Bill Gates, he's a huge options player, he said facetiously. Oh, by the way, what was that no. first one? What was that first one? The first person he turned how much into how much? He was how old? Says twenty two thousand. He was close to retirement. It said twenty three thousand dollar options gamble on Tesla into a two million dollar windfall. Oh, I can beat that. I can beat can that. You? Oh, I can beat that. No problem. No, here's one. It just here's, took you twenty years longer. Here's a, no, here's a twenty five year old software engineer from Los Angeles. Yeah. He took a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. And parlayed that into thirty-nine, almost forty million dollars. Wow! So that that guy's a piker. Now, how did this guy do it? Do you know how he did it? Bitcoin. Nope. He played oh. the Megabuts slot machine at the Excalibur Hotel <laughs> Casino Pardon in me. Las Vegas. 
He turned a hundred dollars into forty million dollars. So if he can do it, why can't you? Okay, let's just finish the thought here. Number I one, I was that was wealthy, basically the thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In, in my mind, wealthy people do not borrow against their investments to make more generally. Gen- I mean, they might do it in real estate because they might use leverage to buy real estate. Okay, fine. They don't. They don't go option. They're not options trader. Number two, you take market returns for a long period of time if you save and do that for an extended period. You should have enough money to retire on it. You won't need to be a gambler to make that money. No, you can make millions just by starting to fund a diversified portfolio of stocks in your 20s and doing it every year religiously, rebalancing regularly, you literally could be worth millions when you retire. Tom and Don are talking real money. Learn about estate planning, Medicare, Social Security, senior housing, investing for retirement, generating income in retirement, and protecting yourself from consumer scams, along with a special keynote duo, Paul Merriman and David Booth, the founder of Dimensional Fund Advisors. Reserve your free place now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We're talking real money. We want to talk real money with you. And for that to happen, it kind of requires a phone call from you to 855-935-TALK. And you can call that number 24-7. We'll either answer your show when you call live on the show or we'll answer it on the podcasts that we air during the week. 855-935-8255. Or or, or I had somebody call me at 9 o'clock this morning. Talk to him off the air. 9 a.m., boom, right oh, there. Hey, it's great. Nothing wrong with that. I loved it. Oh, what was the other thing? Oh, or you could send your question in. Ah, at, there is that, at, yes. At talkingrealmoney.com. Just hit the contact form. Do that like um, like this guy did. Um, he wanted to talk with this us. This guy? Here's a question. It's a guy. Okay. I see his first name. Doesn't have a name? Norm. Norm! Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. All, right. All right. Norm Norm wants to know about Acorn's fun performance. Ready? You know, Acorn's hey, fun I'm performance. I'm not done with the question yet. Okay. Jeez. Jump the gun. Thank you, Tom. Oh, actually, Don and Tom. It says Don and Tom. Oh, I got Tom. I've tuned in and have applied your advice since the old Denver program. Oh, that be me. 30-plus years in low-cost index funds and a 60-40 balance. Thank you. I love your recommendation of Acorns and have regularly invested in their roundups for the past several years. Question. Why do the returns in the Acorns funds consistently and substantially underperform their equivalent Vanguard funds? Well, the short answer to that is I don't know. Oh, no, I I do. Oh, okay. Go ahead. They don't. <laughs> that was easy. I, I thought of that. Comeback. I looked them all up. They're oh. all index funds. Yeah, they're well, they're exchange traded funds. But, I right, they're exchange traded index yeah. funds. Yeah. I mean, one's VOO, which is the S and P five hundred. Yeah. Yep. Uh, VB, which is Vanguard Small Company. The uh, sure. the developed markets index, merging markets. The the IXUS, the international. That's a MCS MSCI index. They're indexes. Yep. They perform. But here's what I think the question is. 
See, I read between the proverbial lines. You are one of those guys. I am. I'm reading between them. Here's what I think he's saying, is I think he's comparing the performance of this portfolio, which they build for you, properly diversified between small and international and emerging. Their tilts are a little bit different. A little different. But, But what they're not is they are not the Vanguard total market index. You are no, which not. is much more heavily weighted to large growth kind of companies and the United States. Look at that. Look at how quickly Tom got that. Well, that. and they don't have as much. I don't know that the Vanguard total market has any REITs in it, and which and they're kind of heavy on the REITs and the uh, Yeah, acorns. they do have quite a bit of REITs, the VNQ. So there's just some small differences there. But, you know, I think either way you're okay. But these are, bear in mind, as long as we're dealing with index-style products, you are getting the returns of the market. That's what we want you to get. 855-935-TALK. Rob, welcome to Talking Real Money. I don't know what your guys' political persuasion is. I don't really give a crap. <laughs> but uh, Thank with, you. The, uh, with the current and foreseeable uh, uh, future here with uh, extreme Marxism getting ready to take over, um, <laughs> all of the uh, eating establishments are closed down. Um, Boeing is uh, moving people away. Amazon is moving people away. What is your predictions for uh, the next 24 to 36 months? I guess that's stretching it out a bit. Let's just say next uh, 12 to 24 months uh, for the Puget Sound region. Let's just call it from uh, Tacoma to Bellingham, east side to uh, the Puget Sound area. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that because it's so bad now that an earthquake is just going to cause the whole thing to fall off into the ocean. Man, that's funny. But here's the thing. I wouldn't run out and trade in my blue suit for a red one just yet. What? Just blue yet. Blue suit for a red one? Yeah, communism, red suit, blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, got it. No? Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, I was trying to. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, first of all, the eco- local, because you're asking about the economy. Locally. Which is something I used to, as you, you know, follow do. very closely oh, when dude. I had a television show yeah. here and I used to read about it. You've talk lived about there it, cetera, forever, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that even with Boeing, you know, yes, they're making substantial investments in other parts of the country for many reasons. The other part of what's going on in Seattle, and you, you can't ignore it, is technology, which is, as you know, I mean, is whatever part of the, the, the west side of the state is unbelievably roaring right and there's a lot of people that used to be in san francisco that are now moving here for technology for reasons of cost that kind of thing so and, i think the future very bright and That's my it's take. really bright for bellevue as people leave seattle yeah. and come across the lake 855-935-TALK is our number 855-935-8255 tom and don are talking real money Now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at Retire Meet America 2021 online. Sign up now for free at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. You know, speaking of uh, communist threats, it's fascinating. I'm reading the exact opposite. I'm reading the latest biography of Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Talk <laughs> Fascinating. About your... Talk about hate and communism. There you go. Uh, I am not making a political comment at all. I am merely reading that book. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, but you just go ahead and make your little comment. You... Well, my comment is as follows. Number one, 
Number one. I mean, because this always comes up, right? New party, whatever. They're going to yeah. change everything. They're going to raise taxes. Right. They're going to increase regulations, et cetera. What do I do? Nothing. Because be honest with yourself. Are they going to come in and just be able to write a check to fix, do things the way they want? No, that's not going to happen. Even if they, even if the Dems win the Senate, right? There's still going to be some balance to all this. Number two, the changing presidential, all that stuff in the big picture doesn't really matter that much. No, actually, there it really doesn't. A, I mean, I'd invest ton, the same way. A ton of research, a ton of research into the impact of presidential elections. As a matter of fact, we did a class on this yeah. uh, a few months ago, and and there is no evidence that a change in the political climate, uh, the presidential political or the congressional political climate, by the way, neither of those switching from Democrats to Republicans or Republicans to Democrats, neither have had any impact on the economy that can be measured anywhere, anywhere. And, or the stock market. Or the stock market. Either yeah, one. Right. I mean, so I would invest the same way moving forward as I did in the past. It's kind of important to remember that we, the, the economy and the stock market are driven by millions and millions of individual decisions that happen independent of any politician any government official anywhere they happen independent of those people now those and people we've certainly can, seen that this year they can impact them right? a little yeah but we're mm -hmm. don't worry so much i think that's i think that's good philosophy always yeah. look on the bright side of life oh no oh no come on better days are ahead i choose to walk on the sunny side of the street always I love that Life. song. You know that. <laughs> anyway, uh, you want another question? I got one. Please somebody, do. I got, someone, yeah. I got one that somebody typed in. Okay. I don't know if you can answer this one, though. I'm a little afraid. No. But oh, no, you give I the number. You could still call us. I if gave you want the to. number 855-935-TALK. Okay. Yep. 855 Call and get right on. Yep, go ahead. Uh, this The uh, subject is best Vanguard fund to invest in for mildly aggressive growth. I've listened to your show for a while now, and I'm ready to test the waters of investing. Ready? I'm five years out from retirement and have 20K. Huh? Five years from retirement, just getting ready to test the waters. Uh, I've got 20K just sitting in a money market at 0.6%. Hey, that's pretty good for a money market. When you factor in inflation, really I'm losing money. Yep. Where do I need to look for mildly aggressive growth? I appreciate your efforts regarding this question. Now, Tom, I feel there's a lot between the lines here. Well, no, I don't think there's anything between the lines. I think it's very simple. No, there I is line stuff. I would go in and own the Vanguard Balanced Index Fund and get on with it. Oh, okay. One fund, All right, that would 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds. Moderate growth, some volatility, but for somebody who's never done this before, I think that's a good place to start. But, but please mention that ver this versus a money market fund. Well, okay, there's going to be volatility oh. there. It's going to be, I mean, because that fund was probably down, you know, uh, 18, 20% in the spring, probably. Yeah. And in 2008, it was like 30 probably percent lost off. 35 35 percent of yeah probably so, did yeah be aware that's can, that that can happen and yep. that you can't catch it before it does it or even while it's and we, doing by the way it. even we even we will not announce it prior to the no fall nope 
855-935-TALK or send your question in at TalkingRealMoney.com. And Hannah is on the phone. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Um, I just have a question about the uh, – I mean the Fidelity. Um, so Fidelity has uh, um, the government uh, uh, treasurer bond fund and also the total bond market index fund. So uh, with these two funds, how do I – consider to choose which one to invest well i mean again in today's world i think it's okay to own the fidelity total bond fund you're going to have more than half of your money committed to u.s government bonds the balance will be in corporate securities there might be some mortgage back some other type of stuff in there that is some some would call it government but anyway I think that's a reasonable approach today. I mean, there's a little more risk to that, Henna, than just being in the government securities because some of those corporate bonds may have more volatility depending well, on what's plus, going on. Plus, you, you, here's the difference. One, the, the bond index is going to pay you more because it's in riskier bonds. But in a treasury fund, you cannot have a default. You cannot have a bond that goes from a value of a thousand dollars to zero dollars it, it's not going to happen in a corporate bond fund it can however the credit quality of the bonds in the fidelity total bond index product are very high you do have some of slightly lower quality but the massive diversification will save you but tom's right though the real issue is going to be that additional volatility and that's the trade-off for the higher yield. So the decision you have to make is, do I want it absolutely safe at a lower yield, or do I want to make a little bit more and take reasonable risk? And by the way, Hannah, it is not an either-or proposition. You could put half in one, half in the other. And make your own bond index. Yeah. It's just heavily weighted to government. They're very low cost, and uh, you're getting really great diversification. Thanks so for I can call. actually uh, have yeah. a, a. I should consider both of them to invest both of them. Yeah, Doesn't there's no reason well, you couldn't not? do both. Then, sure. Then your return is down a little. Your safety goes up a little. You're going to feel a little bit better. Your volatility will be lower. It's a. It's creating a safer balance. So that's a. That's a good compromise. You're probably at seventy five percent government bonds. Then twenty. Thank you. Happy New Year. Yeah, I mean that's not a, people always think I have to buy that one or that one. No, no you could you could no. own them both. They're very low cost and 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 even different. even if you are making small investments like you're in the hundred couple hundred dollar range, you can do the ETF versions of these and do the same kinds yeah. of things. Where you, you know a lot of mutual funds have thousand dollar minimums or at Vanguard three thousand dollar minimums, but when you start dealing with ETFs at a brokerage firm that has no. Uh, no costs, no uh, no transaction fees. Trading, yeah. No trading fees. You can do one share of an ETF. You can and do how, a what fraction is, how much of a is, share of an ETF. What is VT? What is VT trading for right now? Oh. Which I think, for if you want a New Year's resolution, get someone who's not investing, a young person, to save and start. We love Acorns, as we mentioned earlier, but you could go to Vanguard and own VT. One for, share is ninety two dollars yeah. and fifty eight cents right now. There you go. So you don't need slices. You don't need all the rest of that silliness. You can buy 9,000 stocks for $92. Wow. What is and that per stock? And the expense ratio stock? is... Like a couple I'm cents not smart enough stock. to do the number. Like 10 yeah, cents I mean, a stock? Yeah, I mean, so you're not overweighted to Vanguard. I mean, overweighted to Amazon. Oh, no, that's a penny a stock. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, a okay. pretty good so deal. Go. I'm going to yeah, buy... So. So, that, so you basically own penny stocks. 
Oh, please. I mean, this is a great way to get someone who knows nothing I'm about kidding. this, and it's okay to know things about this because somebody else got mad at us for that too. But to get ownership of stocks, save, and, and, and invest with a disciplined approach. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and by the way, we don't believe you should know nothing about stocks. We just believe you don't need to know about trading stocks. I think that's what we say a lot. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And now that we're in this thing, people call a new year, and it's just kind of a continuation of the same old stuff we've been doing for millennia. Um, what, what's new about it? We change the number we write on checks. But uh, because we're in that new thing, we've got a new retirement coming up in February, on February 20th. And boy, this one is special. Retire Meet America, an all-virtual event. You can learn about everything for investing in retirement, creating retirement income, when to take Social Security, how to deal with Medicare estate planning, housing, and a special, two special guests, uh, Paul Merriman, you may know Paul, David Booth, you may not, but he is a, one, a legend in the mutual fund industry, retiremeet.com. Spelled M-E-A-T or M-E-E-T. Nope. Dot. It's on. spelled both ways. All right. Oh, at least the dot coms are. The, the events retire M-E-E-T. There you go. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.